Hi, Wine Delusters. And today I'm speaking with Casey Bryan, otherwise known as the Travelling Corkscrew. Welcome to the Wine Delusters podcast. My name's Janine and I run a wine events business in Canberra, Australia. In this season, I'm talking to 12 specialists from the wine industry and the travel industry and asking the hard-hitting questions we all want to know leading up to Christmas. What to serve, what to buy and where to go on holidays. So pour yourself a glass and let's get exploring. Casey has been entertaining us with her wine and travel blog since 2010. While Casey's a Kiwi, she really got into wine while living and working in Dubai, where she completed several wine qualifications. She now lives in the Bellarine Peninsula in Victoria with her husband and young son. And she's also set up her own business, Grand Crew Digital, using her digital marketing and blogging background to help small business with their SEO and Google ads. I am, for one, am a happy customer of her Wine Blogging 101 ebook. While juggling all this, she's still entertaining us with her Travelling Corkscrew blog and her great Instagram. Casey is all about wine and travel, and that's exactly what I love, and I'm super stoked that she's joining me for a chat today. So welcome, Casey Bryan. Welcome, Casey, otherwise known as the Travelling Corkscrew. I'm absolutely stoked that you're joining me today because I've been a huge fan of yours for a long time. Thanks for having me, Janine. I'm very excited to... uh be on my first podcast. Now your experience in the wine industry goes way back. I understand that it all started when you were a high school student and you were working at your local cellar door in New Zealand. Yes, that is correct. So I think I was about 15 at the time. My parents frequently visited the local wine, so big winos themselves. And um, the owners offered me a job. I did everything from cleaning tanks to labelling bottles by hand because it was a small winery. Um, yeah, a little bit of everything. So it was a really interesting start and introduction to the wine world. And that's a real hands-on sort of introduction, like not just even working in a bottle shop and that. That's like getting down and dirty, like cleaning tanks and everything. <laughs> that's that's great. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good fun. And then you went off to Dubai. I went to university in Auckland and when I was there, I worked at a wine bottle shop when I wasn't studying. And then, yeah, after that, we, well, he's now my husband, um, who I refer to as Mr. Spittoon on the blog. Um, We went to, we're in Dubai for about five years and it was there that I was um, working in fine wine sales and I started the blog. And I love that in 2013, you challenged yourself to try 365 wines throughout the year. <laughs> I think that's an awesome challenge to set, to set myself. <laughs> um, so how did that go? You, you... It, it was good fun. And yeah, it uh, makes me feel a bit old now because I don't think I would even consider doing that now, especially with a, a toddler running around. <laughs> With anything with wine, the more you can taste and experience, the more you're going to learn. So, And I noticed also on your website, which is such a great resource for me, and you've very kindly listed every single wine holiday of the year, and there's <laughs> tons of them. So what made you do that? It's like It was more I started to see the wine days pop up, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll start a, a blog post so I personally can yeah. remember when they're going to happen. Um, and then since then more and more have popped up and like in terms of putting that post together I like to make sure that I am 
giving credit to the person who or the organization who originally started that day so people know where they've come from because there's a lot of things on social media going it's Shiraz day today oh no it's not until February and so it's good to have a resource where you know that the most you know factual you can get about this yeah no it's amazing because I think it was Rosé that has a couple of days like one in August and one in another month and yeah, I was just like, I think it's such a wonderful resource. So thank you for putting that together. That's very <laughs> no <handy>. problem. <laughs> no problem. There's a lot of contention because America has started a lot of the days like Rose Day Day, which they've done in the middle of their summer. But here in Australia, people are like, no, we want it in summer. We don't want to be celebrating it in winter. So yeah, for some of them, there are two. So I just pop both on there so it keeps everyone happy and I mean at the end of the day if we need to celebrate it twice why not yeah that's right I completely agree (laughs) I'm on board (laughs) now I've also read I think this is what we've bonded over is that your favorite grape is Chardonnay and um, Mm. a lot of people like us love it but there's a lot of people out there that we still have to convince so do you have any words of wisdom about this great grape for the non-believers out there or I always ask people who say they don't like Chardonnay I say, do you like champagne? Do you like sparkling wine? Mostly they come back with a big yes. And I go, well, many of the champagnes and sparkling wines that you drink have Chardonnay in or are 100% Chardonnay. That's when people typically go, ah, okay. It's more than just a, you know, one style. So that's where I... You can help explain to people that Chardonnay is more than just a big butterball, that you can have a fresh, fruity um, style. You can have it in sparkling wine. It can be sweet. It can be super dry. And that, that's why I love Chardonnay. Like, it's just so versatile. There's so much that can be done with it. Um, yeah, so that's, that's my thing is not to, not, if, you, if you try something you don't like it, try another one from another producer or another style and every wine is different it's got their own story their own flavor profile so you just got to keep trying wine which is not a bad thing is it (laughs) I I could take that advice (laughs) no I think that's great (laughs) that's great advice especially like you said all the different producers do something a little bit different with it as well so yeah exactly all right so we'll hit the big questions so what would we find on your table on Christmas Day? A, a dish and a, a wine of, of choice. Okay. So, I mean, Christmas for me and my family, it's all about the, the food and drinks. Um, and I just, I love like every um, Christmas Day always starts with us with a barbecue breakfast. Oh, great. So I'm from New Zealand, as we've already discussed. If we're around for a family who have a boat, then we typically have seafood on the barbecue. Or if, um, like my husband and I last year, we just did up, you know, bacon, eggs, and we had some fresh croissants, uh, which was lovely. So, and wine of choice is always going to be champagne or sparkling wine for Christmas Day. And I especially find that a rosé champagne or rosé sparkling wine is a great start. Very well with bacon, I find. So my husband and I last year, we shared a lovely um, grower champagne rosé and it was just perfect just because it's so nice and light and 
all those red fruits are coming through and for something so early in the morning it was just perfect and your, your palate is so fresh at that time as well as long as you haven't obviously brushed your teeth right before that <laughs> that's a great way to start the day <laughs> so Casey do you have a go-to wine gift that you would buy for your wine loving friends and family the Coravin products um, I've I've been sent a few to try. It's amazing technology, like to be able to open a bottle of wine and preserve it with the new pivot. You can do it up to four weeks and with wow. the standard pivot models can be years um, if they're under cork. So I like for me um, who tastes quite a lot of wine, it's just an amazing product, um, amazing technology. So yeah, the new Coravin pivot, I think should be on a lot of people's Christmas list so it's still up there in price I think it's just under $200 right but it's um, more affordable than the the normal Coravin models so it's it's really cool that they've brought out something which is on that sort of cheaper end when you said about the price it made me think about you know when you splash out on a fancy dress and it's that cost per wear. So if you only wear it twice, yeah, it, it is expensive. But if you wear it every weekend or, you know, regularly, then you feel like you're getting that value out of it. So while exactly. expensive, it's, it's good value if you're using it all the time. Exactly. And especially if you are one of the people who prefer quality wines over quantity. So you, you, you know, you do prefer to splash out and buy nice bottles of wine and you want to enjoy them you know, the, the whole bottle without opening a bottle, having a glass and leaving it for a week and then going, oh, it's off. Yeah. With this tool, you, you can do that, you know, and, you know, invest in a nice sort of $50 bottle instead of a normal $20 bottle and, and really enjoy that, that wine experience. I think obviously as I've got older, you know, you start to, you want that quality over the quantity. So yeah, it's, they're just amazing, the Coravin devices and, Prior to trying them out, I was like, oh, okay, that's really cool. But I didn't, um, it wasn't until I actually tried them and saw how they worked and experienced it that I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> and, I, and I've used um, my normal Coravin and my Pivot really regularly. So, um, and I've always been one of those people who are like, oh, who, le who has, you know, who doesn't finish a bottle in one so sitting? So you had a kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Until you're getting disrupted like every two minutes to go and do this and that. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Welcome to motherhood. But aside from that, my other go to gift is always glassware. Like, oh. I love receiving and I love giving glassware because I think it's something you don't really buy for yourself a lot. Yeah. Um, and I'm a bit of a I guess you could, I don't know, I'm a bit of a wine snob when it comes to glassware. Like I love my Redell, I love my plum glasses. Um, and typically every year my husband will give me two, but like I think last year I got a um, pair of the Redell Riesling glasses. Um, I just, I, I love glassware and I just think it enhances that wine experience. So when you're having a nice, a nice you open a nice bottle and you put it into some nice you know opulent wine glasses it just yeah it takes it to that next level and yeah, it's definitely um yeah my go-to gift now you must have tons and tons of recommendations for Australian wine regions but is there one that you'd like <laughs> to share with us that you've had a great experience at or that you like to recommend to people 
Sure. Um, one that is really close to my heart, I guess, is the Swan Valley in Perth. Um, so prior to, so after we were in Dubai, um, we moved to Australia. Well, we were stopping into Australia to see my husband's um, brother. And then that turned into about six years in Perth. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And we, we built a house and all of this. Um, so when we were in Perth, I was just amazed when I heard about the Swan Valley. It was only 30 minutes from the city, um, which I think it's one of the closest wine regions to a major city in the world. I think that the first one is um, Vienna in Austria. Oh. Um, however, I was just like, oh, this is amazing. Like wine country is literally right on the city's doorstep. Um, and so we ended up building a house out in the Swan Valley. Oh, wow. And we, so we were at the cellar doors <laughs> every other day. And I just, I fell in love with it, like all the um, family-owned wineries and everything that they were doing out there it's it, it's yeah it's a beautiful place and they they've got all your typical regular wines but then they also do a lot of things like uh the Dallo, Chenin Blanc um they do quite a bit of Grenache, Petit Verdot um and they've got of course their world-renowned fortified wines so yeah it's it's an interesting interesting region and it's full of a lot of love a lot of family-owned wineries and it's just my when I when anyone asks me I'm like it's a must do because you cannot go to Perth and not just drive that 30 minutes out of, you know you have to do it like yeah oh that sounds great <laughs> just, <laughs> no um WA is the one state in Australia that I haven't yet got to so um that's a good oh, recommendation you need to. yes what <laughs> If they'll let us and, in and, one day. <laughs> and take a long time. <laughs> and there's so much. I mean, I mean, I love the Margaret River as well, the Great Southern, um, the Geograph region. Like it's yeah, yeah, it's a fantastic state for uh, wine travel. When international borders reopen, is there a wine region that you'd like to return to or to visit for the first time? Because all our families in New Zealand, we definitely want to get over there. And to be honest with you, we haven't really experienced much of the New Zealand wine regions. I know the Australian wine regions far more than um, the New Zealand wine regions. So that is definitely on my list at some point. If um, yeah, to get back to New Zealand and you know drop drop the toddler off at the grandparents, <laughs> and my husband and I can do a bit of touring around the New Zealand regions that sounds awesome um, would be really nice <laughs> yeah what island just, are you yeah, from the north or the south uh north yeah so Hawke's Bay and uh, Martinborough heard very good things Absolutely. about that yeah yeah I've done a little bit of Martinborough excellent pinots but I'd love to get down south so I've done a bit of around Nelson which is the top of the South Island However, I'd like love to get down to Centro Otago. That would be yeah, high on the list. <laughs> yeah, some of their pinots. So that's that's pretty good down there. So oh, yes, absolutely. Well, you take care and have a great weekend. Absolutely. You too, Janine. Casey, see, <laughs> see you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe now to get each episode as they drop. Go to winedelust.com.au for everything discussed today. You can also subscribe to my newsletter and hear of all upcoming events, news and merchandise.
Until next time, happy wine travels.